Welcome back, everybody. Another episode of Cash Conversations. As always, I am joined by the uh, Fuzzy Phil. It's uh, No Shave November, so uh, Phil's getting a little little hairy. But um, I'm actually not joined by Phil because he just walked out. Uh, Phil's taking a quick business call. Uh, he shouldn't be too long, so it's just going to be uh, me as the skipper for a little bit of this episode. Um, but Phil's not the only one here with me today. I also have Liz, who's a cast member over at the Storybook Circus. Welcome, Liz. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Um, so we're going to just kind of jump in um, and first ask, have you watched any of Disney Plus at all? Yes. Okay, so what is your favorite show so far? Um, of the originals, the only original I've watched so far is High School Musical, the musical, the series. Oh, and how is it? I liked it way more than I thought I was going to. <laughs> it looks it looks really good. Yeah, I like was expecting it to be like a fun, like very like cheesy and like not good. And then I mean, it's still cheesy, but it's like really well acted and really just really well done. Because it's like it's like a mockumentary, so it's kind of yeah. like it's supposed to be high school students being high school students. And the actors are really good at being high school students, especially because they're all actually teenagers. It's not like with Glee, where they were like a bunch of 30-year-olds. Right. <laughs> no, yeah, it looks really good. So um, for our listeners that don't know, um, it's a show, right, about what... Or actually, would you rather explain it? Because you've seen it. So do you want to give us kind of a little synopsis of it? Yeah, so it's um, it's about the school East High, which is where High School Musical was filmed, um, in, I believe it's Salt Lake City, Utah, and um, a new drama teacher has come to the school and learns that the drama club has never done a production of High School Musical, the musical, and she thinks that's blasphemous since they filmed High School Musical there and decides to put on a production of it. And at the same time, you have um, Ricky and Mimi, who are two juniors who just broke up and Nini now has a new boyfriend and Nini's trying to be Gabriella in the play. Her new boyfriend wants to be Troy and Ricky hates musicals, but he wants to get Nini back. So he's auditions for Troy as well. That's a really good concept for a, uh, a show. Like that's really good. It's so good. <laughs> I just think that's so interesting that like the idea that East High, the school, has never done a high school musical. I, I just think that's a really brilliant idea. Yeah, no, I was thinking the same thing. And, like, I mean, I watched every high school musical movie the weekend it premiered growing up. So it's just a lot of fun. Um, I don't know if you saw our post we made recently. We, for our 50th episode coming up, have a guest that's from High School Musical 3. What? <laughs> yeah so that's we're really excited about that episode coming up we have it recorded and ready to go we're just waiting for the 50th uh, to come around so um there's a lot a lot a lot of information that i think a lot of people don't even know about high school musical 3 that you'll find out in the episode so um some stuff that i had never even heard of so i'm super excited for that one to, to, to show up oh that's awesome but, um also have you seen the mandalorian at all I have not yet. Oh, I'm like, waiting to yeah. have off and to just like sit and absorb it all. Yeah, sorry, you just said you were like the only original you've watched. Yeah, is musical the musical. Unfortunately, um, working, I haven't had a lot of time to just sit and watch Disney Plus. But The Mandalorian sure. is next on my list. So now, uh, I guess, kind of getting away from Disney Plus and more about um, you as a cast member. What? So, what is your Disney story? 
what do you mean? Like, just why? Like, how did I get here? <laughs> yeah. How did you how did you decide like, oh, this is what I want to be a cast member? Like, um, what what made you decide to apply? So I'm here for the Disney College program, so which means I'm only here um, from August until January. So it's mm-hmm. one it's one semester. Um, and I learned about the program probably when I was 10 or 11, I think. Um, and I've always been a massive Disney fan to the point that um, my mom <laughs> was always like, okay, you can't do Disney trivia on trips <laughs> anymore because you'll make kids cry. <laughs> So, yeah, no, I've, it's always been a really big part of my life. And um, when I learned about the program, I was like, okay, cool. Yep. Once I get to college, I'm doing it. And right. it was just a matter of yep. waiting until the right time in college. So my best friend did it last year. So she got to tell me all about it and let me know what I needed to know going in. And then I applied in January. So when you applied, um, I feel like this is kind of everyone's thought when they apply, like, oh, I'll be working Magic Kingdom right on Main Street. I'll be doing all this magical stuff. Um, how excited were you when you found out that you would be in Magic Kingdom? So that was my um, my dream location was Storybook Circus, actually, specifically. Oh, really? Yeah. I was saying to my friend, because um, like I said, she did it last year and she was in Hollywood Studios. And I kept saying to her, I was like, I want to be in Magic Kingdom. I want to be in Storybook Circus, if possible. If not, like, anywhere in Fantasyland. Um, And so when I actually opened up the email that said Storybook Circus, I had FaceTimed her. um, Because she was like, you need to let me know. I need to be the first person who sees your location. Um, So I FaceTimed her, and I just started crying. And Uh I was, like, holding a Dumbo stuffed animal. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. He was like, oh my God, are you in the circus? And I was like, yeah, like this is just, it was just exactly where I had wanted to be. What are the chances that that specifically you'd get that one spot that you oh, want to be? They're so slim. It's so slim because there's, there's already, there's tons and tons of roles. And I found out I was in merchandise in, when I first got in, in March, but I didn't find out my location until August. So in March, when I found out I was merchandise, I'm thinking, that could be literally anywhere. There are merchandise stores all over the property, in every hotel, in Disney Springs. Like, they're just everywhere. The odds of me getting Magic Kingdom and specifically Storybook Circus, I was like, it's not going to happen, but it would still be really cool if it did. Um, yeah, and then, so it, it, yeah, it's not likely at all. Yeah, that's just, like... I like I don't even know what the odds would be. Like no, I have no idea. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Um, so I'm not sure if you mentioned this already. Um, were you happy to get merchandise or did you have something else that you wanted to do within Storybook? Merchandise was definitely my top role, uh, merchandise and attractions, because I have retail experience, so I thought that'd be easier. Like I I know what I'm doing in that sense. Um attractions was another top just because like who doesn't want to ride? run a ride um so and i knew that if i want if i had gotten merchandise i wanted circus and if i had gotten attractions i would have wanted haunted mansion because everyone does um and so yeah once i found merchandise once i found that i was merchandise i was like okay cool i'm just betting on circus now so hey hey liz um phil phil's here welcome back phil thank you um so i was listening a little bit before i started talking 
Can, um, also, I'm, I'm eating a Frito. Hopefully, this doesn't crutch too loud. <laughs> it's okay. uh, with, I have um, a, a water glass that has a jingle bell in it, so it's probably <laughs> making a lot of noise. So, uh, when the new Dumbo came out, was there anything special in Storybook Circus that was um, that came out, like any merchandise, extra merchandise, or anything like that? So, I don't know specifically because I was still um, up at school when the new one came out. But I know that just like Disney stores and, and Shop Disney and in the park, so I don't know if it was specific for circus, but they came out with a bunch of um, stuffed animal Dumbos that had the Dreamland logo on them and mm. mugs that said Dreamland okay. and stuff like that. I don't think they were exclusive to the circus, but I don't know because I wasn't down here yet. Sure. So yeah. it's, it's kind of like when uh, Christopher Robin came out and they sort yeah. of, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So did you work more in the shops or did you work uh, kind of on the carts more? Um, I'm mostly in the shop. So when you get a location for merchandise, usually if you're in a smaller location, you'll get three different shops that you rotate between. Um, because Storybook Circus, the, the store, Big Top Souvenirs, is so big, that's your only location really. So we have our location for Circus is Big Top Souvenirs. And then for the summertime, we have a kind of like a cart um but it's like a, it's a permanent like stationary one that's right outside the circus that sells like bathing suits and stuff because we have a splash pad for kids um but that closed down end of september for the winter season so yeah i'm pretty much just in the circus i've also picked up in um bonjour which is the store next to gaston's tavern and i've picked up in memento mori which is the haunted mansion store okay that's pretty cool did you um were you excited to try new places? Yeah, Bonjour. What was good about Bonjour was it's um, it was run by my same leaders and coordinators. It just wasn't mm. technically like circus, so it was it was an easier transition because I knew who was in charge and I knew everything that was going on. Um, picking up at Memento Mori was definitely a little bit more intimidating because I had really never used the utilidors, which I needed to use to get there. Mm. And I didn't know any of the leaders or the coordinators or any of my fellow cast members in that location. So I was completely by myself, but it worked out well. So did you, um, was Bonjour the store that has like all the cool art and stuff? Like the, yep. ex the expensive art? Yeah, it's the, it's the store that everyone comes in, they look around and then they go, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah you're kind of like what it's a little expensive <laughs> did you did you actually sell much there yeah, no because we also have a lot of it's bonjour is slowly turning into a home decor store okay so it's got a lot of mugs and ornaments and plates um which are way less expensive than the thousand dollar artwork so right. um a lot of people will come in and buy especially um we have mugs that look like Chip from Beauty and the Beast. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people come in and buy those. So among all of the locations that you worked at for merchandise, uh, is there one thing in particular that sold the most? Um, honestly, water bottles. Uh, <laughs> oh, really? Are, are you talking like reusable? Or just like, like, like re usable like disney branded water bottles or just water bottles just like Dasani. Dasani water bottles that's the thing <laughs> that i especially bonjour because it's so expensive and so art heavy um there's also a water cooler 
So everyone will come in, see all the really fancy art, realize that they have no way necessarily of getting it home or mm. it's way too expensive. And a lot of people will just come and buy drinks. Okay. Yeah, that makes that's sense. Actually I... close. That and um, in Big Top, we are also a confectionery. Mm. So we make cotton candy. And that's another really popular thing everyone buys. I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, that it does. smells so good when you walk in there. <laughs> it also kind of adds to the um, story, though, which is which is cool. So yeah. you're really at a circus. Yeah, exactly. And if you look it's... in the ground, like not necessarily in the store, but throughout the circus, there's like peanut shells in the ground mm-hmm. and um, elephant footprints and stuff like that to really sell it. Is there something that you personally want to buy that you just haven't gotten the opportunity to yet? Oh, there's so much. Um, they We've just recently, um, park-wide, gotten some really cool new sweatshirts that I've been wanting to pick up. Um, and all of the new Christmas stuff. Mm, I've just been yeah. waiting until I have like all the money, and then I'm just going to go in and <laughs> do a lot of damage. So what do, the, uh, what do the sweatshirts look like that you were talking about? We have two types of new ones, and I have to decide which one I want. But they're all, they're different colors. The one type is, um, I think it comes in red, blue, purple, and I think pink, but I'm not sure about that one. And it's just like a plain pullover, like crew neck sweatshirt with um, a picture of Mickey Mouse, and it says Walt Disney World on it. And it's just the cool, really bright colors of it that makes it awesome. And then we also have um, a very similar, it's similar to that one, but it's a more old fashioned drawing of Mickey Mouse on it. And um, it looks like it's a cutoff, even though it's, it comes that way. Um, and it has a kind of metallic, metallic uh, hints to it. So those, I'm going between those two. So pretty much if I was there, I'd be spending all my money on those. Yeah. Oh, there's yeah. so <laughs> Yeah, so, I love sweatshirts. Especially since it's been getting colder and... Um, a lot of people will come down to Florida thinking it's going to be 95 degrees, but we're still in, we're in November. So it's still so it's very 85. warm. I was <laughs> say it's still very warm, but when the sun goes down, it gets down to in the fifties and right. people bring sweatshirts. Cause they're not thinking that, which I wouldn't have brought a sweatshirt. Um, so we've been selling a lot of those cause people will come in not realizing how cold it's going to be. Yeah. yeah I sense. went, I went one time in October and mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be like a hundred, maybe <laughs> 95 i was younger and my whole family we wore like shorts and t-shirts the whole time but then it got cold at night so i the only thing i had that was uh like longer was a pair of sweatpants and a hoodie and mm-hmm. so i was in the world just wearing sweatpants and a hoodie and i was like this is so awful <laughs> um so when you are at um the big top do you pin trade is that part of your costume yes so when when you're working at Big Top, you have three possible like roles within merchandise that you can be doing. So there's register, there's stock, and then Big Top has the confectionery area. So it's called production, and it's making all of the sweets. When you're working production, you can't wear pins because it's not food safe. Um, register, it is a required part of the costume. Floor stock, it depends on your comfort level. I personally don't wear them for floor stock because I'm lifting things and they go everywhere. 
Um, but for Register, they're definitely a major part of pin trading. And I had never pin traded before this. And I love it now. So what, what do people look for the most in pins? Is there a certain type or kind that people like the most? They'll look for pins that have um, like a hidden Mickey on it. Because any pin that has a tiny like silver hidden Mickey is a cast exclusive pin. And the only way you can get it is through pin trading. Um, it's not one of the pins that you can buy like on a pin rack. So everyone looks for those. Um, that makes sense. Is there a pin that you get traded the most, like a pin that people don't like or something like the puffles? Yeah. So puffles are common though. I did have a kid come in who was collecting all of them. So he got, he took all of mine, which was great. Um, A lot of it is there was a, um, a hidden Mickey collection that was just the character's feet like their footprints, oh, not even yeah. their actual feet. No one wants those. And um, there's also a collection of like, you know, on cars, like the stick figure decals that you can put on the back of your cars yeah. for like members of your family. There's a collection of those and they're all wearing Mickey hats and no one wants those either. Oh, I've <laughs> seen those too. Yeah. Those are always on our photo pass boards. Yep. <laughs> um, yep. So is there a favorite pin that you've gotten and that you didn't really want to trade, but you kind of just had to? Oh, I got a grand opening from Shanghai that a cat cat just gave me, and I wanted it so badly, and, um, like, the next person who came over to Pindray took it, and I was like, no. That's insane. Dang, that's really cool. I know, I was like, why are you giving this away? So, kind of, uh, switching up a little bit, um, the other, some other merchandise cast members we've talked to said one of their least favorite parts about merchandise is the restocking. Are you kind of similar on that or do you not really mind restocking? Stocking is actually my favorite thing to do. Really? Um, yeah, I find register a little stifling cause you're stuck in that one place. Mm-hmm. Um, but especially with a store as big as big top, when you're on stock, you're just wandering that store and putting things away and you can have really good guest, um, guest interactions because you don't have like a whole line of people waiting to, uh, to check out. You can also, um, it's easier for me to like walk around and like say hi to like my friends. If they're working register, I could just come over like bother them for a few seconds and then go. Um, I also have OCD, so it's very therapeutic to put everything in a very straight line. Mm. Um, so no, floor stock is my favorite thing to do, and it's the one I get the least scheduled for, and it's upsetting. <laughs> so, uh, what are some things that you can do differently at Storybook that you wouldn't be able to do at other locations, whether that's, like, uh, selling the story or, uh, just, like, work life in general? Um, so the circus, a lot of it, because it's a newer area, it's part of the new Fantasyland ex- uh, extension. Yeah. So it didn't open until 2012. So because of that, there's a kind of a more concrete story behind the circus, Mm. Um, especially because where the circus is used to be Toontown. So it's where Mickey's house used to be and Minnie Mouse's house used to be and all of those things. And a lot of guests will come in who like haven't been in Disney World since Toontown was there. And they'll come in and they'll go, oh, like, where's Mickey and Minnie's house? Um... And so we kind of like created stories to explain everything. Like um, the one I always say, and I think I think this has become kind of like the canon, like what everyone says is the circus came to town uh, mm-hmm. one year and Mickey and Minnie loved it so much that they decided to invite them to stay. So they got rid of their vacation homes because Florida was their vacation homes. California is their real homes. 
Uh, they got rid of their vacation homes and let them set up there. Mm, that is that's a pretty good story. It's adorable. It's yeah, it's really sweet. But then you have the people who like flew all the way to Florida to go see Mickey's house. Oh yeah. And I'm like, and they're like, wait, you mean it's not here? I'm like, I'm sorry, <laughs> I can't control it. <laughs> Yeah, it's always it's always frustrating when they think it's your fault. Right. <laughs> I haven't had too many bad experiences like that, but I know a bunch of my friends have. Um, where like guests will be like, "Why can't you control the weather?" And it's like, "Cause it's not a bubble." You know, yeah. like I'm sorry that it's raining and Dumbo's down, but um, <laughs> we can't control that. Right, right. So kind of going off that a little bit. Are there any magic magic moments you've been able to make for guests? Um, yes, Big Top is, it's really easy to make magical moments because we have the sweets area. So, um, we'll often like give away treats to people. Um, and most of the time it's supposed to be like, oh, if we mess up and it doesn't look perfect for our case line, then we can give it away. Um, but there'll be times when I'm in production and I'm making something and I'll kind of like purposely mess it up. Because I want, like, there's like a really like adorable child, and I want to give them this crispy for free. Um, so I'll like kind of mess it up, but not really, and then make it look really pretty, and then bring, just bring it over to a kid and be like, "Hey, like, do you? Uh, this is on Mickey if you want it." Um, and that's always the best moment because the kids have no idea what's happening, and right. but they know they're getting something sugary for free. Okay, and yeah. they're always so excited about it. And their parents are always so shocked because Disney has a reputation of like the hard, like capitalist, very much everything is expensive. That's a reputation Disney has. So when they get anything for free, it's like a really just a, a wonderful moment. Right, right. Yeah. I bet yeah. I've that age too, just like, oh, it's sweet. I want it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or like if sometimes if there's a kid who really wants something um, and let's say it because some of our snacks count for the meal plan snack credit uh, and some of them do not. So mm. let's say something that like the parents are only paying with snack credits and they want something that doesn't count as a credit. We will often give that to the child anyway. Okay, that's nice. Because The most important thing is to make that magic for people. Like it sounds cheesy, right. but that is the most important thing. Mm hmm. So uh, really quickly, we're going to throw it to a break, uh, get a word from our sponsors, and then we'll be right back with Liz to talk about some trivia, some uh, Instagram investigation, and Disney questions. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Phil and I'd like to give a big thank you to Ears to Magic Boutique for being a sponsor of the podcast. Uh, Ears to Magic does ears for uh, all different types of Disney-inspired characters or events, and they even do custom... Like, they... They made the Cast Conversation logo ears for us. Yeah, so make sure to go check out their Instagram page, Ears to Magic Boutique. Also, their their Etsy is the same name, and they've got a mm-hmm. five-star rating on Etsy. So, awesome. Yeah, that's a big look for them. Yeah, so either go check out our page to be able to see the uh, ears that they sent us, or their page, Ears to Magic Boutique. And it'll be in the description of the episode, too, mm-hmm. so um, just it's, click on that. It was really a pleasure to get to work with them and be able to basically design our own ears, which yeah. is really cool and i can't believe how fast that they got shipped to us too it was yeah because it took a lot of work to make those i know under under a week to get it to us from the time that we talked to them so yeah that was ridiculously fast and um they came and they're very very professionally built they've got Mm -hmm. a nice quality to them too so very good quality they're very sturdy i've personally never 
purchased a pair of ears before, and so it's really cool now to have an ear that I can bring to the parks with me. So yeah, that's definitely. exciting. And um, make sure you check out Ears to Magic and see all of the different products that they make and give them uh, give them a try. And we're back. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, we're just gonna just, just no waste no time. Yeah. Want to start us off, Phil? Yeah. Do you want to tell her what happened actually with the? Oh yeah. So our first question was actually gonna be what year did. Uh, the Storybook Circus <laughs> open in Magic Kingdom, and you had already answered that. Yep. So yeah. 2012. Yeah, we had to cancel that one. <laughs> uh, so uh, at Storybook Circus, you can definitely meet quite a, uh, quite a few characters in their like circus outfits. Um, do you know the name of Goofy's like persona in the circus form? He's the Great Goofini. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> Easy. All right. Uh, uh, what year did the Dumbo movie come out? Do you know? The original one? The original, yeah. I was going to say, 2019. Uh, <laughs> I think it was 1942. Oh, so, so close. That's very close. So close. You're, you're one, one year off. 1941? Yep. yep. You got yeah. it. All right. Yep. So, uh, do you know the number of poodles that are in Pluto's background at Beach Silly Slideshow? Oh man, I did. I used to. Um, oh, sideshow. I said slideshow. Pluto doesn't meet at the sideshow anymore, so I haven't been in there in a, since. So I have to think about this. Hang on. Give me oh, a he doesn't meet there anymore. Yeah. So it used. So the reason Pluto met there um, was because Minnie Mouse was up at Town Square with Mickey for their birthday mm. celebration, and when they finished their birthday celebration, Minnie came back to the sideshow and. Pluto now meets, I believe, in Town Square, like just in the by the flagpole, I think. Right, right with Chip and Dale. Yeah, exactly. Um, I want to say it was twenty, but I think that's wrong. It was only five. <laughs> they yeah. they were on. Yeah, uh, they made a pyramid. Um, <laughs> and I was gonna, as a bonus, guess if you can name them, but uh, no, I guess it's not a <laughs> yeah, that's all right. That's all right. Um, so. Wow, we'll have Phil start yeah. off with the Instagram investigation. We'll slide right on to the Instagram investigation. So I saw you had a post um, celebrating uh, Minnie Mouse in the month of January. Um, yeah. And which, which outfit of hers is your favorite? Oh, man. Um, probably, and like, like to meet her in or just in any outfit that she's worn ever? Probably to meet her in. To okay, her. to meet her in, my favorite is either um, the red polka dot, like classic outfit, mm -hmm. um, just because I feel like it's kind of rare to find her in that outfit at yeah. this point. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, and I also really love the dress that she wears in Hollywood Studios, um, yeah. where when you can go in to meet her and Sorcerer Mickey, she's kind of in like a pink, like old Hollywood dress, and it's really cute. Yeah, right. Yep, I have a picture with her and. And that one. Yeah. So um, I, I also saw you had a post um, of you ice skating, but you were like <laughs> sleeveless. And I was wondering, how are you not cold? Um, that was a rare Boston day where it was 60 degrees. Oh, okay. And while down here, 60 degrees means sweaters and long pants in Boston, especially I think that was like Mar February or March. When it hits mm -hmm. 60 degrees, it means 
it's like almost shorts weather because it like it's never that until June or July. Right. Okay. So the minute I saw that, and also because um, I had a sweater with me, but it's not in the photo because when I was moving around like and ice skating, I started sweating a little bit. Okay. But I did have a light sweater. Don't worry. But yeah, <laughs> sixty degrees is nothing. Okay, that makes yeah, that definitely <laughs> makes more sense. So uh, I also saw. I just wanted to bring this one up. I I saw you had a picture of uh, you girls dressed up as the three de- generations of Mickey Mouse, and yeah. I thought it was just really cool because the um, your outfits were just very. Uh, themed really well especially um it was your mom right that was with you my mom my sister and i um their her sorcerer mickey outfit i loved how her fanny pack it looked like it was just a tie for the robe that was so cool yeah i introduced my mom to disney bounding a couple of years ago and she thought it was the coolest thing she because my mom's also a massive disney geek like that's where i get it from Mm -hmm. um and yeah, so I, I showed her a bunch of pictures about it. I made her follow like the official Disney Bound Instagram account. And I was like, you just need to look at this. You don't have to ever do it, but you have to look at how cool it is. And it was actually um, her idea to do the three generations of Oh, Mickey. really? Yeah. Um, we had been going, we wanted to do a Disney Bound, the three of us. And we weren't sure if we were going to do Mickey, if we were going to do like um, just Mickey, Donald, and Goofy. Or um, my sister's favorite movie is Lilo and Stitch. And we were thinking of doing mm-hmm. Stitch, Lilo in her regular dress, and Lilo in her Hawaiian dress. Like in her, um, okay. the hula dress. Yeah. And we were going through all of these. And my mom kind of like just pulled up this like fanny pack that she had and was like, well, I can be Sorcerer Mickey really easily with this. Um, and then she found my romper, like the the Mickey Mouse mm-hmm. classic Mickey one. And she's like, you can wear this here. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, I guess this is happening. And she was just so excited about it. So we all had to do it. That's really funny. That's really cool. Yeah. And so I saw, of course, you had a picture at Galaxy's Edge. So just curious what your thoughts were when you went for the first time. Um, I started crying. <laughs> I, a, good, a good reaction to it. Yeah. Star Wars um, is something that has been in my family, like even longer than Disney has. And that's saying a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Especially because my my cousins and I, so it'd be me, and my sister, and our two cousins, we would always be at our grandparents' house and watching all the Star Wars movies. Um, so to me, I mean, to me, that means the original six. I know that there's now so many, but the nostalgia is the first six. Right. Um, and yeah, it was just something really special, especially because my cousin, uh, my cousin Christopher, he. Every time we would go to Disney, he'd always ask us, us to bring him back something um, Star Wars related because he he was very sick and he couldn't travel. Um, so he would always just be like, I want to I want something Disney related. I, I mean, I want something Star Wars related. We would send him photos of us with like Chewbacca for him to really get into. Uh-huh. Um, and like, yeah, he was like my Star Wars buddy. So it meant so much then going and seeing like everything. in the world of Star Wars. Yeah, it was it was fantastic. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. So uh, we'll go on to our last little segment here um, of our Disney questions. So we'll just start right off the bat with your top three in no order Disney movies. The Lion King. Um, the original one, the live action one was uh-huh. the-, <laughs> the original. All of these are going to be the original animated one because there's so gotcha. many live action remakes now. 
Um, but yeah, so Lion King, Dumbo, and it's a tie between Beauty and the Beast and Tangled. Be- oh, oh okay, Tangled. that took a second for me to register. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, so I'm guessing later on we'll we'll see who wins in the Disney Princess uh, competition. But um, before that, who's your favorite Disney character? Maleficent. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you like I the love- Do you like the new movies? Um, I haven't seen the second one yet, which I heard was really really good. I saw the first one when it first came out, and I thought it was fine. Um, my biggest issue was that like one of the things that makes Maleficent so fun to watch in the original, like, Sleeping Beauty is that she's kind of, like, just evil for no reason. Like, her whole motivation is she wasn't invited to Aurora's christening, and therefore Mm -hmm. she tries to kill this kid, which is just really mean and really evil. Justifiable. Yeah, and she doesn't have any, like, like, just motivation. It's just, that's who she is. And I think that the live-action one, while it was really cool, it definitely tried to soften her a lot, which makes her more sympathetic and i liked that aspect but also sure yeah yeah um so uh who's your favorite disney princess oh man um it's again tie between Belle and rapunzel yeah though those are two good ones they're reoccurring on the show so um it's it's no reason why they're always on top um no they're both great so, do you have two favorite Disney songs or a soundtrack that you like to jam to? Um, I love, uh, I like I'll see the light from Tangled, and okay. because like it's just like a perfect song in my opinion, and as as overplayed as it is, I love Let It Go. I think it's a really, really good song that had a really unfortunate bout of overhype, like overplayed to make yeah. people kind of dislike it. Um, Cause I went, after the movie came out, I went a couple of years without listening to it. Cause I couldn't, I was like, it's, I'm hearing it everywhere. Right. Uh, and I went back like last year and just listened to it again. And I was like, no, this is actually a really good song. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's really well made and really well sang too. Mm-hmm. So I mean it's Idina Menzel, like of course. It's amazing. Right, exactly. Um, and so our final question, uh, what ride do you think has the best cue? Whether that means uh most fun to stand in, most things to look at, what do you think has the best cue? Peter Pan's flight. The new, okay. The new they, one, yeah. yeah. For the new Fantasyland expansion, they redid the whole queue. And you, if you, if you really love Peter Pan, which I, I like Peter Pan, it's not one of my favorites, but I go with friends a lot who love Peter Pan. Sure. Um, and yeah. to see that, how excited they are when they realize that they're in the nursery and that they're seeing Tinkerbell like, and Pixie Dust flying around and to see like how well constructed the sets are while you're just waiting in line. Like that was just made to entertain people. And I think that's yeah. awesome. That's so cool. Um, it before was pretty miserable. Oh, yeah, it was, awful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was just like you standing there in the sun waiting for a ride that normally would be like it used to be like 10 minutes to go go on it. And in the past 10 years, it's been an hour long wait. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I don't, yeah. I don't understand why it's so I mean, I do understand why it's so long, but I don't understand why it's so long. 
No, yeah, no, I get that. I only ever ride it now if I have a fast pass, uh, right. which means I don't get to see the really cool queue. Um, but no, it's I. I don't think it's. I wouldn't wait an hour and a half for it. Mm-mm. Not at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess with that, that'll kind of wrap up today's episode. Uh, we wanted to give uh, Liz a big thank you for being on. Make sure you all go follow her uh, at Liz underscore Zarb to go uh, follow along with the Instagram investigation. Of course, as always, we'll put it in the bio as well so you can give her a follow. Um, yeah, I, I guess that's, that's, that's all I got. I thought I, I thought I had more to say, but I know that's it. <laughs> and it's Storybook Circus until any time before January. Come say hi. <laughs> yeah, say hi and uh and get some cotton candy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks Liz. Enjoy the rest of your day, guys, and have a have a great day. Bye. Bye.